You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the boys is back. The boys is back. You now listen to the episode of AZ's and Rupert's podcast. This is your boy, Raynell Jamal, and I got my brother in the building. Who's in the building with us today? This is your boy, Jay Davis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at J-A-Davis-I-I, which is also for J-A-Davis, Roman numeral two. You can also find me at www.jdavis.co for the website. I got some blogs, got some videos, and uh, some dates of uh, the next couple of shows that are popping up. So come and support your boy. Yeah, this is your boy Raynell Jamal. Hit me up on my socials. You know what I mean? At R A Y N E L J A M A L. Raynell Jamal. That's on Twitter, IG, and Facebook. If you decide to go there, because Facebook is kind of like for the more mature now. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's the, <laughs> that's true, you know what I'm saying? Because people get reckless on all ends. But go ahead and hit us up on the um on the Twitter and IG for the podcast. That's A Z S R W O T B R E W S P O D A Z S Root Bruce Pod. That's Twitter and IG. Connect with your boys. Connect with the tribe. Hit me up on my website at raynell-jamal.com www.raynell-jamal.com get this episode previous episodes listen to us on apple Podcasts, google play and on spotify brought to you by anchor let's get this show started let's do it so man look it's so much has been going on right we've been trying to get to y'all too ladies and gentlemen but it's like shenanigan after shenanigan after shenanigan like has just been taking place. You know what I mean? Like Kanye Rex got Rex. Sunday services. He remixes Fred Hammond and whatnot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Is it crazy? I'm just like, hey, Kanye, welcome back, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? How'd you feel about that? Real talk. I, I loved it, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I loved it. You sent it to me. Bro, I was like, ooh. I said, yeah. Well, one, let's rewind, because we've been talking about these Sunday services. Yeah, for a minute. For, for a, a minute. minute. Yeah, yeah. Now, this was the thing that had me like laughing. Number one, it's it feel mad warm. Uh-huh. Like when you watch those those <laughs> gatherings, right? right. Don't call them gatherings, today. right? When you watch those gatherings, you're like, yo, the gatherings today, <laughs> <laughs> right? When you look at those gatherings, I'm just like, number one, what is going on? Yes, because uh, there was a clip that I saw, and they played one of my favorite songs ever, mm-hmm. um, "Loves in Need of Love" today by Stevie Wonder uh-huh. on the uh, "Songs of the Key of Life" album, right? Right. Yeah, that, I believe that song's in the kit. Yeah, I don't want anybody quoting me like saying like Jeff, you don't know your Stevie albums. But yeah, I believe that song's in the key of life. And I was like, I want to be there because they got the live instrumentation. That buddy just is straight unplugged. Right. I was like, yo. So I've been seeing like a lot of people that are in the industry talk about these events, mm-hmm. but it's like a low key event, but it's also like very public at the same time. Right. So I'm like, I like, I want to go. But I kind of don't want to go. How do you go though? I don't know. I think you got to know somebody that knows somebody to go. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Could this be like in some exclusive locations? Mad exclusive. I don't know, bro. That look kind of weird. You know, so I don't know what's going on in these. No, woods. like honestly, I'm like <laughs> these little echo chambers. What's going on, bro? Because like the it's like you see, I I know a couple of people that are actually going, like playing. Yeah. Like shape like. 
went to yeah. school with them. Yeah, yeah. Have gone like seen them at jam sessions, watched them perform, and I'm just like, this is number one dope, but this is kind of it's kind of creepy looking. It's kind of spooky. So is so is it a church service? I don't know because <laughs> it's a Sunday service. Like you gotta, what's going I on? I saw somebody post. I saw somebody that I know that played for it, posted, mm. and then somebody else that I respect in the music industry was like, "Man, yo, that vibe was so dope. What a great experience!" And so part of me was like, "Is this?" Because I, I when I looked into it, somebody was like, "It's auditions, auditions. It's yeah. auditions. These are auditions for." Uh, undisclosed upcoming tour. That's what I saw too. That's what I saw was happening. This is why these things are happening. But then again, it feel like it's getting a lot going on. Have you ever seen John Wick too? I seen pieces of it. Gangster. Yeah. They got part three coming too. It's about to be nice. No, and that's how but, I that's how I felt too. Like this is Yeah. It's kinda different. It's kinda off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's kind of the pastor. Is he like? Is, Bro, I'm gonna tell you this though. <laughs> when people saw him flip that uh, that Fred, Boy. I bet people was putting uh, putting in their applications. Do you need a youth pastor, Bruh. Do you need a? Do you need a? Uh, you need church admin, Bruh. Bruh. Because the vibe is. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, everything you sent me, like the I wonder and everything he was doing, it just felt. Good, like bruh. a little too good to it be true. Was bro. Like, yo, is he back, back? No, like, bro, like number one, his his posture on when he did that uh, that Fred. Yeah, number number one, like let's just talk about the sample in general. Yeah, we got to give Fred his props, bro. No, number one, Fred is a beast. Yeah, but Kanye for Kanye to hear that space. Yeah, he got an ear. Yeah, yeah, his ear is crazy. To hear that space, like, I've listened to that song, I've listened to that album, that Fred Hammond album. Mm-hmm. Which one is that from? That is from, what is that from? Oh. Uh, and it was like a little tiny space, too. He just caught it. Like, that is. He caught it. That is a skill. That is off the, let's do some, that's off of the, I'll tell you right now. Because we, I wanted to play that version. Um, that is off of the Free to Worship album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's off of the Free to Worship album. So that just says, and that's an essential, like that's a part of like they recognize that um, as um, as an essential uh, Fred Hammond song. And mm-hmm. I thought I had this on this phone, but I don't. So we're going to add that now. Because that is actually, honestly, that is, an, that is a great, number one, that was a great album. Mm-hmm. So that does tell me, number one, how in touch Kanye is to culture, regardless of what we want to say to him, mm-hmm. say about him. But I think musically, Regardless of like the scoopity doop stuff mm-hmm. that people were so frustrated with him about, like that just shows me like, like this dude is like he he gets it, like he he knows, you know what I mean, like right. like he knows his stuff. So I mean to like that, like. Bro, like that was like the most unassuming aspect of like that Fred Hammond song, and for you to literally like find that as a sample, right, right. He's a beast, man. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what his new album and the music he's coming up with is going to sound like. 
I wasn't a big fan of the last album, to be honest with you. Okay. But um, this one, if it, if it got this type of vibe, then I'm with it. Bring it. You know what I'm saying? Bring it. But if it don't have this type of vibe, keep it. Keep no, it. I, I, keep, I, keep it in the laptop, bro. I think for us, like I think as like artists, like I, even if the album doesn't go that route, like even like the Scooby D Dupe stuff, mm-hmm. like the the vibe was the beat there. was fire. I think that's why people was mad at it. It's like, bro, you gonna waste a perfectly good sample and beat and just do that on it. <laughs> Lyrically, yeah. But they like, said it was for Drake though. Do you hear the story? That beat. That beat was originally for Drake, and as a way of trolling Drake, he took the beat that he played for him, put on his album, and he put the scoopy poop thing on it. That's part of part of the beef. This is the thing too, bro. <laughs> this is the thing, right? Kanye out here doing too much, man. This is the thing, like. Even think about the tour with the with the floating stage. Mm-hmm. What what cat hip hop R and B country pop? We've seen floating stage like people like like we see right. moments, but your whole concert on the floating stage yeah. and then open like Kanye on some other oh yeah some other artistic. He's a creative for sure, like genius type stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, like. Not like, bruh, like, just whatever Sunday served, like. What if that's the name of the album? And he's making it from Before Our Eyes. It's 11 album. He's just making it. That's what I, Kanye I think that's do. my struggle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not feeling that, huh? I need to see the, you know what, the finished products, right? I'm str- that's my struggle. I, and no, honestly. Because he be too artistic sometimes. I'm like, that's, bruh, that's, just give it no, to us when he's ready. Like, I don't know if you remember, um. What is is it the Met Gala, mm-hmm. where they did the um, where they did the uh, like the like the Roman Catholic thing, where they had like uh, people were like like where Rihanna almost dressed like the Pope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that type of stuff. Yeah, like that's that's edgy. Play, that's too edgy, yeah, art, you bro. Play, you play it. Too I remember much. you had me dying. Um, one time I think you went to I was looking at your uh, your your Instagram stories, and I think you went to like this really dope museum in L.A. And it was like an urban museum, and then there was this thing that, like, it said adults only, and I think that you thought it was only art. And yeah. then you walked in, and then you walked. I guess you walked out, and you folks like, "Yo, that was, yo, <laughs> yeah. that was a mistake." Yeah. I feel like that's how people are with art, you right? Know what I mean, like, right. And I think it's that thing, like we were talking pregame, and we don't have to go into detail, but I think sometimes, like, that's what happens, like, when people have like money, money, money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, I believe we should have, like, when you debt free. Like you should have all the freedom that you need, like have internal freedom. But sometimes I think sometimes we take sometimes like our artistic freedom like a little too far. Too far. And I think like for me, bro, like man, like for me, the name Sunday Service, it's, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little scary. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I think I just spooky. couldn't. You're doing too much, Kanye. I Come think on, it's just uh, put the T down, Kanye. Come but on also back. at the same time, like I mean, yo, on from a music from a musical standpoint. Man, if this is like, I think this is, I think that sample alone, because you sent me that thing of Austin Mills, mm. and I saw the Austin Mills um, clip like that day or like that week of that of the Kanye way stuff. I think what it did though for like from a from somebody that's really trying to rebuild their um like their production flow and, and right and inspire you think a night process, night it. bro. It it I think it put some pressure on some producers. Mm. 
I think it put and I or up up and coming guys. Right. I think guys like Timbaland, like I don't know if you've seen like the latest like Timbaland posts and stuff. He got like a master that. class and stuff out, right? He's doing like he's well, he's doing the stuff with fifteen hundred sound sound academy, but he's just been posting clips of like of like the production process and stuff to come. Right. And it's crazy. Oh. I'm already known. It's Timbo. It's Timbo the King. Like so, I mean, forgive like, me. I think what we're what we're what we're starting to see is like what we're going to start seeing. I think just from the production, the production um, world, I think we really are seeing guys um, are now going to be accountable to like to their work. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think people are not going to be taking can't take shortcuts because literally Kanye West showed us number one that you can make anything, you can make everything out of anything. Again, with that sample, then with like the the vibe and stuff like that. Um, I just really think that we're just going to see a step up. Right, uh, like we're gonna see a strong step up in like. Production. So as a producer, what did they do for you when you saw it? I know it seemed like you was excited, like, "Yo, bro, this is." No, well, you already know the journey that I'm yeah, doing, right? Know, musically, and um, and what I think it did, I think number one, it was like you're going to have to be patient with yourself, right? Um, and you're going to have to know your, you're going to have to know your gear, right? I think sometimes what ends up taking place is we, you know, when seeing stuff like that, we think that it's like overnight success. Right. Well, you got to remember is like, look at the years that Kanye was just a producer alone. He wasn't even a rapper. Right. A producer alone. Right. And I think what we see now, like we see somebody that has literally mastered their craft. Right. He's tapped in. I believe he's truly tapped into the idea that I'm an artist. And I think that's, I think that's his first, that should be his first joy. Right. I'm an artist. This is what I do. Right. I think on the other end, like what he's what he's doing now is he's like he's proving he's proving his greatness as yeah. a producer. Yeah. Like like I'm a great producer and like I don't have to like I don't have to agree with his personal choices for how he's how he's displayed himself to the public. Right. But as a producer, yeah, as a musician alone, like it, you don't have to get it. Right. You don't have to get it. But that, what he showed us from yeah. that 30 seconds. That mug was crazy. That vibe right there. And then what they would start dancing and stuff. Bruh, bruh. And then that live instrumentation behind yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder where that is, though. It's probably in Calabasas somewhere. Some Yeah, that looked like Malibu Hills. Yeah. That like a Malibu Hills spot. Like it's somewhere he just, like, hey, you know what? Today we're going to have Sunday service here. Yeah, because my, my uh, one of my... my my good friend, she got her and her husband, um, who I believe is actually I'm gonna find out. I believe he's producing a, a, a movie that's coming out, so I want to make sure that we give him a shout out. Right. Um, but um, that looked like where they an uh, area where they got married because that's a nice area over there. Damn, that's a really man. nice area. I'm um, crazy. Hey man, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes from it. Um, hopefully it's something good, but uh, you know, it Kanye. I don't know about the Sunday service stuff, but the yeah. music, the music, we, we digging that, we digging the beats and the Sunday service flow. Um, Honestly, it just inspired me, though. Oh, Being that gracious. we doing things, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Kanye is, is, oh, man, like, he, I'm, it inspired the life. That's what Kanye does, though. He always goes against the grain and do something new. Oh, always, always. Like, and it's just like, it really just proves, again, that anything can be created out of every like anything, you know? Right, right. Like it really, it really does. That's what it does. Like it, it really just proves that. Uh, and it was funny that it's kind of 
on this run, I was looking at this uh, this video, and somebody, one of my my friends, she caught me talking to one of my favorite producers um, when we went to the Native thing. We w- we talked to to Spook, and we were talking about sampling because that was like the biggest question that I had. Right. Was like how like what does like you know what's the best way to approach sampling. And Swoop was like, you know, don't just say I'm going to sample something to sample something, but find the sample, find the song in the sample. Mm-hmm. And I think literally Kanye just proved that. Right. Like, you know, some people like they like to chop up samples, like to make their drum kit. Some people like to find like a theme. I think it's one of those things of like finding, like finding what's your niche is of sampling. I have one beat that I did where I sampled Aretha Franklin's uh, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water. I think uh-huh. I showed you that. I think I need to. Re- redo yeah, that yeah because um because i got the tools now i got really have the tools where i can make that right but um and just for fun not because i'm gonna try to make money because that's a that's one that's that's some dollar to clear that right. sample um but or, or maybe actually no we need to clear that sample yeah you get that sample clear yeah yeah because that's right i well i got a i got a challenge for you yes sir i got a sample for you for you to for you to flip oh let's do it i think you could do it too but it's go i think it's gonna acquire next level anointing I'll take it. You know, let it say. let it flow. So I want let you to take flow. the uh, the covenant, covenant. No, bruh. When you said that to me, but, but when, that could be dope, you, though, right? You, oh, yeah. When you said that, remember when I laughed. <laughs> I laughed so hard because nobody knows what that's like. Really, will know right. what that's from, <laughs> right? But yo, hey, that could work. And there's a piece. There's a piece of. I'll tell you off here because we can't be giving yeah, that secret. Yeah, so. we, we can't be giving that you know, sauce. I'm sorry, Tribe. Y'all gonna have to wait till that you hear sauce. it. You gonna have to wait till we hear. It. But look, hey, we feeling that Kanye though. I'm not gonna lie to you. We feeling it. We don't feel the name of it, but we feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what the, I don't know what's going on in these Sunday services. You know what I'm saying? We only see the music portion. Only see the music. You know what I'm saying? I don't know and if it's offering word going on. Bruh. I don't know where the word you is know, being and, talked and, from. And, like part of me, this is what I feel. <laughs> this is this is what I feel. I kind of feel that it's like a two-on-one. Right. I think what I do think, no, because somebody posted this, and I have my my, my feelings uh-huh. about what I heard or what I read. They were like, man, I went to the Sunday service. It was a great experience. And it's like there was no Jesus. There was no judgment. No da 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 So I feel like, yes, it might be an audition. I feel like people that have been hurt or, or thrown off by what would be recognized as religious yeah. – Prowess are the ones that are that are like I found finally a place where I belong. Right. Which also scares me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because you know where we come from. Right. You know the church should be a place where hurting people can feel like they can. Right. They can be hugged. You know. Right. And um. Yeah. So yeah. this is a, so it's kind of like an invite only. It seems like it's an invite only because we're gonna one. Hey, look, ladies and gentlemen, we gonna keep it real with you, one hundred. We know folks, right? We do. If we able to get in there, we gonna tell y'all how it is. All yeah, right, just, we'll be praying. Just pray for us. We gonna we'll put it like this. Just stay on, stay in tune with the uh, the Twitter, and we gonna be like, we in, we in. When we hit you with the we in. You know what we into. You feel what I'm saying? And start and then, praying. And then start praying because we want to come back and give you the what happened. We don't like Papa. You like son. <laughs> in the church. <laughs> right? We, we like, want to come back. 
You know what I'm saying? We won't be drinking any tea while we're there. We won't partake of any liquor. No (laughs) communion. Any liquids. Nothing. I don't want no libations. I don't. I'm not to drinking nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so we gonna come back and try to give you a full thing of what happened. But I'm sure it's dope, though. No, I yeah, just I'm sure it's dope. No jokes. Just I mean, all jokes. But we sure it's dope. But hey, he doing his thing, man. And I'm happy for Kanye for that reason. Like that is, he's getting his attention about music again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like you say, you know, we really don't trip off of his political views or anything else he does because that's truly just his, his business. It really yeah. doesn't affect my quality of life, but. Um, you know, good for him. But check this out, though. Being that we talking about this music thing, the last time we was here, uh, the the Oscars, I mean the Grammys, yeah, was about to take place, and we really didn't discuss it like we normally would. But I mean, what did you think about the Grammys, though? Overall, I think it was a good show actually this year. Um, did you think so? Well, I no. Let me change that. I think no. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I love. I love. Alicia Keys as a host. Okay. I loved her as a host, but more than anything, I think the reason why I was more happy with the Grammys was the individuals that won. I was happy for her. Right. Her killed it. Her performance was amazing. She killed it. Her performance. That was the best performance of the night to me. Amazing. By far. I love that Tori Kelly finally got her Grammys. I felt like she got snubbed two years before. Okay. She got two, right, for the gospel categories. Yeah. And there was some uproar about that as well. Why? Uh, certain people felt like that it was more of a pop album than it was a gospel album, and pe- some people that were in the deep rooted gospel community felt like that it wasn't fair. But you gave it to Lecrae. Okay. And then I was happy that PJ got his Grammy. Yeah. After that, pretty much done. I was it. hoping I would have loved for PJ to get one in the public public eye, right? Because I really felt like you know, I felt like that. That I think he's just deserving of it. I f- feel like people don't really. G- I've been following PJ for a long, oh, man, he deserves long so much. time. So for him to get that one, I think is dope. But I question for you before we move on from PJ. He's going to be at the Essence Fest, recording that live album. I believe it's a new album because the lineup he put. Yeah, he's recording the album at the Essence Fest. In New Orleans, July 4th weekend. Hey, mama, you want to play me out? <laughs> Here we go. I'm trying to go. Nas is performing. Anita Baker is performing. Yeah, Essence Fest this year is looking like it's going to be a, a lituation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to text, text you that. But, yeah, he's. It's a, I think it's a new album. I'm like, why would he do another one the same? So he must be doing another but live album. I just album. love, like, again, like, when you're – when you are, ooh, when you are like being who you're, who you're called to be, as a creative, like, yo, like, whoa, 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 you about to trip? So I'm about to, I'm gonna read this to you. Big announcement. This is from PJ Morton's uh, Instagram in New Orleans. I'm doing a live recording, a live album recording at Essence for their 25th anniversary. I'm bringing Luke James. Jojo, the Hamiltons, Mia X, and Pale, and a bunch more. Can everybody just come to Warless that weekend so y'all can sing super loud with me? I have the best selling audience in the world. What do y'all think? What do you think? New oh, album? This, this is going to be a new album. And he's doing live recording? Yeah. Oh, that's a new album. 
So also also Missy Elliott Missy Elliott is headlining. Oh yo. Mary J, Nas, her, Jermaine Dupri, Pharrell. Okay, new edition part two point thirty five. <laughs> they doing anything. Teddy Riley, Tiana Taylor, Timbaland and more. So that means Missy and Timbaland together? That's history. Yeah. Yeah, I, music soul child is gonna be there. Sheila E. It's essence. Oh wait, no, yeah. No, yeah, because on their official essence site, it says live, live album recording by PJ Morton. So yeah, this is gonna be a new album in his hometown. You know what's crazy too? Because the Moors they just released a single too. And the mug is saucy. Oh yeah, shout out to our 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 big brother. Our mentor Donald Barrett, man, his what group, up? the Improv Trio, just came out with a new project. I look forward to listening to that on my way home today. Um, it's a good day. It's been a good month in music. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, but back to the Grammys. Uh, back to the Grammys. Um, I felt like I loved Alicia Keys' energy mm-hmm. on it. Um, I do. Um, and I'm glad that those three people won. I felt like the her performance was dope. I love the Brandy Carlisle perfor- Carlisle performance, um, and the Casey Musgraves performance. I actually really enjoyed. Um, I was really happy. I was happy for a couple of people on the Grammys. I was happy for a gentleman by the name of Will Burkhead. Mm-hmm. He's the bass player. Um, he's a bass player that has really poured into me, has really encouraged me. Just like really has like took me under his wing. Um, he played. He played for J Lo. He was the bass player for J Lo. We can talk about that. <laughs> okay. And then I was proud of, and I was happy for a gentleman that we know by the name of Johnny uh, Good. Mm-hmm. He played bass for Lady Gaga, and we've done some things across the board, across, you know, with him in, in various circles. Right. I was happy for, um, like, was happy to see, like, people like Chris Johnson, another gentleman by the name of Edwin Edwin Carranza. Mm-hmm. Because um, we, you know, we rubbed shoulders with them as right. well. They did uh, the Camila Cabello performance. uh uh-huh. Um, also, uh, the big bro Donald Barrett, he played for, for the, the Dolly Parton situation Dolly Parton thing the night before. The night before, yeah. so I mean, overall, I think for me, the Grammys was more of like an experience. Like, man, I'm seeing people that I truly respect. Yeah, doing exactly, doing exactly what they love, they right. love to do, and are great at it. So right. that just really, more than anything, that made me, that made me happy. Um. Let's talk about the J-Lo performance. So, did you like it? I loved the musicality of it. <laughs> okay. All right. I love the musicality for it. And then like what I said prior, I was happy for, for Big Bro right, right. to play. I struggled with it, though. Mm-hmm. Not because of J-Lo, though. Not because of J-Lo as the artist. Mm-hmm. What, what Motown represented, I don't think that the Grammys did such a great job of portraying that. Right. Until the neo aspect of the performance, right. I felt like J Lo's felt like J Lo's performance was over sexualized mm-hmm. for it. You know what I mean? Because okay, so that has some. Okay, I had I had got clarity about that performance. What it was, it wasn't the Grammys paying tribute to Motown. Jennifer Lopez was supposed to perform, and she decided to pay tribute to use her performance to pay tribute to Motown. That's what I heard it was. So I think they kind of like, because 
Yeah, that's what it was. So it was her okay. time. She said that she wanted to pay tribute to Motown because she grew up on it. Boom, boom, boom. I still get it, but I still think if I pay tribute. Right. I just still felt like it was. I mean, if you're going to sing Motown songs. Right. I mean, that kind of changes my, my narrative. Yeah. But if the narrative was I'm paying. But no, I genuinely think like if, if, if it was to Motown, like Motown was very classy. And I think if it was Jennifer paying, Mo, then Neo shouldn't have been a part of it. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, with what I heard that I still have my view on it. Yeah. I think. It was a couple of things I, did, I, I was kind of struck by with that whole situation. First of all, why did Aretha Franklin only get one song? We don't do legends like that. We got to cut that out. That's another. That's a, that's already a strike on the board. That kind of bothered me. I was like, "What? You only get one song tribute? Then you give Jennifer Lope, Jennifer Lopez this whole thing, and it's the Motown sound." I felt like if it was the way it was, if it was her time, whatever. I still think that it should have been other artists a part of it. Got you. She could still be a part of it, mm-hmm. but to make it more authentic. And I feel you. I felt like a lot of the it was a lot of shake a tail feather, a lot of other stuff. And I was yeah. like, man, I don't know how I feel about it. Bring me back to Motown. And no, not at all. And I was feeling like even with the Neo came out, I was like, okay, that's cool. But like, if you got Fantasia in the audience, yeah. The only reason why I really love the Neo aspect of it, and again, I know this is going to sound so biased, they pulled out a Stevie song that like no, yeah, you know and what I mean, lo- I love what Neo did, but I felt like it was. So small, uh-huh. but she was singing like true Motown cuts. Like the cut, she cuts. was going to like deep cuts, and yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, Barry Gordy, no, 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 go home. Something's going on right now. Smokey, this is Smokey was hot at people like who gonna do? Um, she's okay to do it. And I just like nah, bro. Smokey, Smokey looked distracted. Yeah, yeah Smokey got to chill out, bro. Smokey looked distracted. Stop smoking, Smokey. Okay, stop it. That boy looked distracted for <laughs> real, for real. I don't know what's going on, Smokey, but nah. Th- I just felt like I was like, nah, this kind of disrespectful, man. This, you can't say let's pay tribute to Motown. You doing it like this? Diana Ross is in the building. Well, they gave her her own performance though. That's the only performance I didn't see. It's Diana Ross. You know, what I mean? it's old Diana Ross. You know what I'm saying? The whole diva thing was there, but. I'm just thinking like, okay, you she did Supreme songs. Yeah. So you could do Diana Ross. Put like this. Bring Usher out Alicia Keys. Bring out Yolanda. Well, Alicia was getting her shine, shine, shine. I'm going to be honest. Got to be honest, man. Be honest, bro. Alicia Keys be having some struggle vocals a lot of time, bro. <laughs> I'll be looking at her like, come on, Alicia, what happened? What's going on? I think she did okay as the, as the host, but some of the singing was like, I don't know about that, Alicia. Yeah, I love the piano playing though. Yeah, I think though I didn't watch Alicia's performance too. I think she did like a little medley paying tribute to other people that yeah. was there. She did like a her part, and she did also that I think that double that dual keyboard um thing yeah. piano thing was a tribute to uh, this lady that actually does right, it. right. Yeah, um, uh, she was an old jazz. Yes, she was a monster, music. bro. Yeah. Um, but that was my only thing. I just felt like I was like, no, nah, this kind of disrespectful. You can't call this a Motown tribute. I would have been better if they was like, this is a this is a J Lo's performance. Yeah, J Lo Jennifer Lopez is going to perform a, a special tribute to influences in her career. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But like to call it a Motown tribute, I was like, nah, don't do that. That's kind of that's kinda, yeah, it's kind of whack. Especially when you got <laughs> artists who could really blow. 
like, who could yeah. do it, who could do it justice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I heard that she even recorded her vocals. It wasn't like even live. Oh yeah, because all all that that dancing that she yeah. did, it was it was truly um it was truly an entertainer's performance. Right. It, it wasn't um. Yeah, I mean, like for me, like you know, again, I'll just stick to what I, you know, I'll stick to. I was proud of, proud of my boy Will. Yeah, and shout out. I mean, the musicians, the the music was fire. Yeah, like the music was dope. How it flowed too was dope. Yeah, the 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 process was dope, but I just felt like the music was. I mean, I felt like her performance was, and I get it. She's an icon. Yo, she she looks amazing for, for her age. You know what I mean? Uh, But is she really an icon like that for music? I think she's a artistic icon for she's a cultural icon. I don't think she's a music icon. I think she's a you know cultural cultural. I think she's a cultural icon. I think from the idea of being able to like dance in living color mm-hmm. to to like the idea of perf- uh, being the star for Selena. You know what I mean? Like uh, doing having a, a strong hip hop influence. Like I know people would like look at me crazy. I never forget this. I was in the barbershop and I said this. I actually really love Jayla on hip hop songs. Mm-hmm. I do. I think like. Not because she's a great singer, but she does have like a, a vibe, mm-hmm. like an overall aura to her that like I think allows her to like really fit well in songs like that she did with um um she did with like Jada Kiss and she did with like Ja Rule. Like mm-hmm. those songs feel good. Like mm-hmm. they're West Side Story hood songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, for me, like I'm just like, yo, Jay, do it. Um just you know, I think that was just my only qualm. I was like, man, like you said, like when I was listening to music. I was like, this is dope. Like this is killing. Like the whole presentation. Um, but it just was just a. I just would have loved to see more Motown. Yeah, instead definitely. of more what, what uh, takes place yeah. three minutes of your tour. Right. You, know, you gave us right. your tour in three minutes. That's basically what it was. You know what I mean? That's so, basically what it was. Um. um yeah, I was yeah. kind of tripping off of that, but. Uh, um. I was surprised that Song of the Year went to Childish Gambino. This is America. Mm. He got two big, big awards for that song. And I was like, whoa, that blew my mind. I wasn't expecting that. I'm definitely happy for her. Um, The whole album of the year. Who did album of the year go to again? (laughs) It's a country artist. It didn't surprise me they would do this. But I was thinking, like, man, the Grammys be on some shenanigans, bro. Like, they be on some great, they be on some shenanigans because they be trying to pull your these audiences in. Well, I'll say this, and I'm like, you know what though? But also too, you know, everybody's not exposed to everything. And I also heard that the way these yeah, committees, Casey Musgraves, Musgraves got album of the year. Yeah, and it kind of goes back to the conversations that me and you have had. Number one, um. Country is its own entity. Yeah, it is. It's like it's really its own empire. So, I, I that doesn't surprise me. Um, and also with the way the committees are, committees vote, um, it's just different now. So yeah, but I mean, but like you say, country is, uh, it is its thing. And, and, was her album was highly successful? Oh yeah, she has single singles. But yeah, I mean, Child's got record of the year. He got record of the year and song of the year, right? And song, uh, and song, but she got album of the year. That's crazy that he even got that for that song. But I mean, also look who she was against. She was against Cardi B, Brandy Carlisle, which, which, Brandy Carlisle, that performance again was nuts. Scorpion by Drake. 
her, Post Malone, Janelle Monet, and then the Black Panther um, um, song, song from um, yeah the the whole soundtrack. So that had heavy competition, but I think when you weigh all those, you have all these pop these pop and rock albums, and then you have this country album. Right. What's gonna what's gonna yeah. poke out more? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I was surprised Cardi won for best rap album. I'm not. You think because of the commercial viability of it? Commercial vibe. Think about it. Like, think about who you're. Yeah. Who you're because voting. once I saw that she performed, I was like, oh, she won that joint. Uh, Beyonce and Jay Z won mm-hmm. for their album. They also won a Brit Award. Let's see. Um, Kirk won too because of the Tori Kelly stuff, right? Dang, oh. Kurt is the GOAT, bro. He's the GOAT. Oh, yeah. But her, she well deserved those awards. PJ deserved his award. Oh, easy. Um, um, I'm just happy. I mean, the it was okay award show. Um, Drake won. Good for him. I was surprised he was even there because usually he don't come. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about? I didn't get to see his acceptance speech. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about them cutting him off though? Do you think that he's gonna say something that really goes against the idea of what the Grammys are about? Uh, yeah, because he already been on that. He already been on like the whole like Grammys things like he I agree with him though he was like yo you don't you don't have to be on because you don't get one of these you already on when you have a tour we have a highly successful album where people are spending money on you you already won you don't need this to say that you won I agree with that one hundred percent and I think a lot of time artists literally go crazy over trying to get accepted in the in these awards categories when people in these category in these who's on these committees aren't necessarily people who are a fan of, fan of the genre that you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I thought it was dope. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I think the show was cool. It's long. Uh, but this is it goes back to what we're saying about the Super Bowl. We can't complain when artists decide to not perform. Right. We got to show up. Because those people, to be honest with you, uh, from my Grammy experience... They 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 was on the premises for about seven hours. That, yeah. was, that was a full work day. Yeah, the Grammys is a full work day. Yeah, see, so I because I heard that because uh, you know usually the people that are nominated were perform, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who were nominated didn't perform. So that's why they're filling these people's faces up with J Lo and everything like that. So my thing is like, yo, I understand the politics of it, but for the community and cultural aspect of it, it's best just to perform. Do it for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but it is what it says. If you don't do it, we get dry shows, and then it's like, bruh, like, come on. But, yeah, so a lot of people kind of, like, pro- I don't want to say, like, protesting by not performing. Yeah. Um, but it's all good, though. I mean, but, hey, I mean, it is what it is. Congratulations to all the winners. All the winners. To all the, to all the fams and the homies that played, you know, or sung background, and you did your thing. Yes, yes. Um. I still don't like Cardi B winning the best rap album. Not against the people she was with. The category, too? I was like, oh, no. Nah. Because who was she against? She, Bruh, Pusha she was T. against a Pusha, um, Nipsey Hustle album. Bruh, some real some real rappers. Heavy, like some, some Real heavy. rappers that was actually, but her album sold so much. And this is another thing about Cardi that I think she has to be careful with. And maybe she just doesn't care because I think she's just looking like, this is my opportunity. I'm going to run with it for as long as I possibly can. She's kind of become a character, a caricature. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how serious people take take her, take her, 
and that's kind of you know what I think it is. I don't know about that. This is how I feel. I feel like people have flipped who she is to become that character. Here, mm. I feel like she's genuinely. I I genuinely feel like she's a genuine person. Mm-hmm. I genuinely feel like every time we see her, I feel like we're getting that. I think in the age of social media where everything is a meme, everything is a mood, everything is a vibe. Right. Like I think people have flipped that. So when Cardi puts something out, yo, this is this is my mood. Right. I'm I'm you know what I mean? Like this is this is the vibe I'm on. And it's just like like no, she was really genuine about like I've been in the studio when I was seven months pregnant, so I wouldn't miss out. Like right. I've been sleeping in the studio. I, right. you know what I mean? I feel like that was her a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So um, One thing I noticed, man, was that the Ghost Riders was winning last that night. I just I gotta say it. Hey, salute to all the Ghost Riders. I saw you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know she shot out her Ghost Rider. I have to give her props. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She shot out a Ghost Rider. Who else? Uh, Drake and his team. Thank you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Ghost Riders is winning. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, so let's go into this other other category, man. Let's let's talk about. We got the uh, the Oscars. That's just has happened. Yes. Did you watch the Oscars? I watched. I watched majority of it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Shout out to the to the boy Bradley Cooper. You know what I'm saying? That boy was singing for his life. <laughs> hey, Bradley, I see you out there winning Grammys and whatnot, homie. Getting Oscar noms. You feel me? Um, yeah. Uh, the the Oscars was 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 dope. I like the Oscars this year. To be honest with you, I think it's one of the best ones they had. Um, because it did have a host. Yeah. And I felt like the show f- was much more smoother. And it was kind of like without any agenda in yeah. it. It was well, I won't say that, but it was it was dope. But yeah. um, <laughs> you know, uh, it was dope though. I, I thought it was dope. Um, some things happened that I was shocked by, but being a movie fan, like a lot of awards went kind of along schedule. Yeah. Um, like uh, Roma. I didn't see the movie Roma, but. I, I try to watch it just as subtitles, so you know I got you got to be in a mood to be reading. Yeah, because it's in Spanish. It's so beautifully shot though, because it's the mm. whole thing is shot in monochromatic. I seen I seen pieces. Oh of it. man, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So the whole when he won the cinematic, the best director, that stuff that surprised me because if you've seen the movie, you like yeah that's that's that next makes level. With that being said, it kind of trends in those directions towards winning best film, and it didn't. Mm. Um, but I was very happy with the women that won for the Black uh, Panther design and uh, costume. Yeah, which was the first Black woman in there to be even uh, to win or even be nominated in those categories. Um, I know Ruth Carter been nominated a couple of times, yeah. but um, those is amazing. Um, the Spider Man animated film won best animated film. Yeah, that was fire. Um. I was happy for Spike Lee to win for his um his screenplay, best adapted screenplay. Um and it was another one I was very oh for the um this is I think this is one of the best people might overlook this, but this is a very significant um award that was won was the best score going to Black Panther. Uh by Ludwig. Man, yo, but I listened to a single yesterday from that album, like from the actual like uh, movie score, 
Boy did fire his, his thing. I remember one night. Fire. I remember when Black Panther first came out last. Like, was it last year or two years ago? Last, last year. year. That's yeah. crazy. Last year. Um, man, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. What was crazy was um. What was crazy? I remember there's a scene. There's like I guess there's a scene where something pops up, bro. I was on the freeway like at like nine o'clock at night, so it's mm-hmm. pitch black, and that boom came mm-hmm. off. I was like, oh snap! You right, mean? Right. Like it was just so like the it's so. So present, yeah. Like it's such a present, uh, such a present album. You know what yeah. I mean? Like or that uh, score, like movie is score. So, and it's uh, funny because uh, one of the I listened to this other score that was nominated all the time at work. They kind of like focus in yeah. is um if Bill Street could talk, bro. That oh I saw the movie. God, that score. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw the movie. Yeah. The movie so yeah, it's a ticker, yeah, bro. I'm like, it's, it's a ticker. Uh, but uh, the score though for that, whoo. If y'all into like scores, hey, expand your mind, ladies and gentlemen, tribe. Expand your palate, okay? We're going to give you a couple of things to listen to right now. A lot of people be hitting me up like, man, you put me on this stuff. You and Jeff be putting me on this stuff I never heard before. I'm going to put you on something else on right now. All right, this is a put you on alert. Put you on alert. Yeah. Listen to the Black Panther score, not the soundtrack, the score. Listen to the score of If Bill Street Could Talk. Let's take it to another level. This is not on the Oscar list, but let's just do it because we here. Listen to John Starworth. Yes. Classical album, Our Brother. Uh, what's that? How you pronounce the title? Um, it's called, once to say, find out. Uh, it is Attributes of God. There we go. Listen to the Attributes of God. That mug is an amazing. And yo, and also listen, listen to, to the, the, yeah. the homie. Yeah. Leonard Ray. Yes, yes. Listen to it. Album called Morning Songs. Beautiful. Beautiful instrumentation. These are not songs. These are like John is a classical album with a pianist and a violin. Yeah. And then we have Leonard with just a piano. These are man, if y'all love music, man, you're gonna love this. Thank you for reminding me because I need to get back into the, Bro, those albums. I listen to those albums like every day. Seriously. Yeah, like amazing pieces of pure art. Listen to the homies improv trio. It's another just instrumental album. This stuff is improv too. It's on the spot. They're coming up with this stuff and it's live recordings of these actual moments. We've told you about this stuff before, but we hey, expand the palette. This is an expand the palette alert. You feel me? So yeah. Listen to those projects because, uh, you know, be appreciative of music. You know, yeah. I know we get caught up into the R&B and the hip hop stuff and with voices and stuff. But listen to the actual instrumentation of how people put this stuff together. You you appreciate songs much more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, this is sidebar. But, you know, I was happy to see that because that was a very important award. I mean, like, think about it. That's an award that Hans Zimmer yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like this is, and that's a, and I mean, like just man to back backpack you. I think you know it saddens me sometimes, like when we see that like school, like artists being taken out of like schools, mm-hmm. or like you know it doesn't get right. It doesn't get you know pushed. Say the art, man. You can't be having people running up on Mr. Stanley. Yeah, that's who hit the stapler. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why we got to save the art because look what these young kids is doing. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Mr. Stanley and the stapler, we might not have the next one who could be the Black Panther score. You feel me? <laughs> we got to cut it out, man. 
Hey, so Mr. Stanley, we still support you over here, man. Free Mr. Stanley. Let him back. He might bring up the next one. You feel me? <laughs> who else? Who else? <laughs> I'm just saying. But, like, no, the Oscars was pretty dope, man. Now, the Green Book, uh, Mahershala Ali killed that role. Okay. He's one of my favorite actors right now. Okay. Because, like, man, he killed stuff. Like, from when he was on Luke Cage, when he was on, um, the first I saw him was on the show on Netflix, um, the presidential show. I forgot. Um. But y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. He's a, he killed that role. So this is his second Oscar. Um, the the best actor. Who did that go to? That went to the dude that did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bro, all right. So have you seen that? Nah. It's a wild movie. I could I only could believe because Freddie Mercury is a wild boy. I could only believe. Let me tell you something that's crazy about him getting that role. Number one. He wasn't supposed to get it. No. The movie was already in the process of being made. It was already being made. It was already filming. Something went down with the other actor. And he came in and they switched him out. And then they retaped his parts. And then they continued on. He killed that role. When I'm talking about he killed it, like, it was as I wouldn't say as good, but it was a good. It was it was almost as good as when uh, Jamie Foxx did Ray Charles. That's scary. Like he killed that role, so that didn't surprise me. I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. D murdered that role, bro. Especially from seeing the other stuff he's done, like the um I Robot and the other small roles he's done. He was on I Robot. He's the main character on I Robot. Not on I Robot. I mean, um, what's that show on USA? It's about the hacker. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Not iRobot, but uh, Mr. Robot. Ah. He's the main guy on Mr. Robot, the gotcha. main hacker. He's like the star of the show. But yeah, from like, just to seeing how he did it, it was like the accent, and it was fire. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it was a lot of stuff I didn't know about Queen. That was actually a really great movie. Yeah. Um. So he definitely deserved that. I didn't see The Favorite, which is what the best actress was on. It's nah, me neither. I haven't seen that. Her um, speech was Her speech was so... Um, so genuine. So genuine. Yeah. So genuine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. People were racking up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, there was a lot of stuff I didn't know about. Yeah. I think, you know, in time, I'll try, like, I'll discover some of the movies. I know some yeah. some of the stuff I won't probably be ready for. It probably won't right. be my, my cup of tea. But, right. man, yo, respect. Respect to the people that won. You know what respect. I mean? Respect. Like, now, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed the movies that I've seen. Like, Green Book was a good movie. Now, I don't think it was the best movie. But it was a very good movie. So what was Spike Lee's qualm? Okay, so the thing about Green Book is that what people have an issue with, and what is what I wanted to get into. Um, so the movie is about doc, Dr. Stanley, I believe. No, Dr. Shirley. And it was about a period of time where he was traveling the Chitlin Circuit. Um, and the guy... He had a white driver, an Italian driver. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing about this is why I was kind of this is the controversy, and I didn't know if it should have won for this. So in the when the movie came out, Doctor Shirley's family came out and was like, "Yo, we didn't give no authorization for this. Who gave this okay? Like, what was this about?" The movie is based off a book. So the guy who co-wrote the movie, it's about his father. His father was the driver 
that was the white white driver or the Italian dude that drove Dr. Shirley around doing the Chitlin circuit. So it's called the Green Book because back in those times they had a they had a um it's like a book for black for black people called the Green Book. So it's all of the hotels and restaurants yeah. are colored only, and there's back roads that help you navigate through the countryside without going through white areas. Got you. So that's called the Green Book. So the guy son wrote the book and I guess in the story it wasn't actually true mm. so while they're making while the movie came out Dr. Shirley's family was like first of all him and homeboy wasn't that close it made it seem like they were like best friends they just became really cool afterwards they were like first of all him and homeboy wasn't that close and the reason why they wasn't that close because homeboy was kind of racist uh, so it was kind of like just a professional relationship uh, number two, nobody contacted us to even get any type of like blessing, blessing or idea of who he was. So Mahershala Ali had actually had to come out and apologize because he said, you know, Mahershala Ali came out and apologized for it because he was like, I thought that I, according to the material information they gave me, that I did all of the research I needed for the role. By no, by any, by no means was I being disrespectful by not contacting the family because, from what I was told, he had no family left. No. Yes. Way. So he had a brother that was still alive and was like, "Yo, what the heck is going on?" In the movie, they made it seem like him and his family didn't get along. So he was a very, he was a very accomplished classical pianist in the time when soul music was very prominent. So it's kind of mm. like he was very. He was well known in his sector of music, but very unknown. Got you. To, to say the least. You know what I mean? He wrote a lot of music for like movies and uh, scores and stuff. It was like a really against the grain situation. Super. Um, but in the movie, he didn't have to travel to Chitlin Circuit because he was very well accomplished. He made a choice to travel to Chitlin Circuit because he didn't like the way black people wasn't being exposed to his type of music mm. because of what how the era was. So the same way that you know how the temptations in these groups is fighting that uh, people who have all-inclusive audiences, yeah, he was doing that on the classical end for black people. Got you. It just was like very under the radar because of his style of music. In the movie, they made a, it was a scene in there where the I forgot the guy's name, but the the driver was like, man, so you know, because uh, he was like a very how can I put it, classy, distinguished gentleman type of. Uh, a musician you know you. very he had money he was rich he lived above Carnegie Hall in an apartment he was rich for his time especially being a black man doing classical music yeah music right so there's in this there's a scene in a, in a film that his family really didn't like was that the guy's listening to some um let's say some Aretha Franklin got you and he was like who was this and he was like this is Aretha Franklin he was like who was Aretha Franklin so the dude was like, how can you be a black man and you don't even know who your people are? And he was like, I've never heard of him. Oh, he's listening to Little Richard. He, mm. was like, oh, he was like, what do you think of this Little Richard? And there's a part where he's going off. He was like, it sounds good. It sounds like it's kind of, uh, he said, it's very interesting. It sounds like it's very um, busy. You know, he's like a musical genius at this point. He had a doctor's degree and everything in music. So he was like, he was like, have you heard of Little Richard? He was like, no, but it sounds very interesting. I like it. And he was like, have you heard of Aretha Franklin? He was like, no, who was that? Have you heard of James Brown? He was like, no, who was that? He was like, man, how can you be be black and you're a musician, but you don't even know your own people? Like, dude. 
And they were like, he was very aware of what was going on. He was a fan of a lot of these artists. He said they make it seem like he was just totally just naive, naive, and like he was just above black people. He's like he was very aware of the culture. He was very aware of these artists, and what he wanted to do was use his style of music to fight the same fight that they were fighting on the other end. Makes so much sense. And they said they didn't. They said so the way they felt his brother was portrayed portrayed wasn't accurate and it was kind of disrespectful to the truth the truth of the matter of the story so that was the big controversy going in around the movie around the script i think it spike lee won for best adapted screenplay green book won for best screenplay Mm, and it should have been right and uh then it won for best film so spike lee got already was hot that he to win best director, which he was a heavy favorite for, but then he really wasn't happy that Green Book won because he, for what he felt was, first of all, the story's already been told. Um, it's already been told because it was like this is just basically the reverse of Driving Miss Daisy. Mm. Secondly, why is it that um, people felt like why is it that only these type of films concerning black people win Oscars? When would it be ever a modern, a modern or very uplifting film about us? Yeah. Um, like I said, I told you earlier, like in the big reveal in the movie was he was struggling with his sexuality. So there's portions of the movie where the guy kind of questioned who he was. He's like, man, well, why you act like this? And why do you do this? You know, you, you seem like you don't care. He was like, what are you talking about? He said, do you know what it's like to be a black man living, being a black man that play classical music? Mm. You know, every time I go somewhere, I can sell out an arena, but I can't even go go to a um, have my own dress room. I have to dress in the closet, but mm-hmm. I'm selling out an arena. He said, or when I go to dinner parties to play for these rich to distinguish people, political figures, I can't even go into the restaurant um, and eat with these people. I have to now eat on the outside, but mm-hmm. I can play for them. He said, oh, not only that, do you know what it's like to uh, to be a black man who struggles with knowing who he is so he can't even tell his family about who he is because he was married at one time? So it's like a whole thing. So th- for me, when I saw it one, I was like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know. But not to talk y'all heads off, but that was kind of what it was. I'm a movie guy. That's so. a good. That's good. That's good perspective, bro. Yeah. So I didn't think people was kind of like upset with it, with all the controversy behind it, and with it not being a truly genuine, authentic film story wise. They felt like maybe it shouldn't have been awarded, especially when everything's been out there so heavy. Got you. So, um, and another thing too, the dude when he won it, he didn't even think Doctor Shirley. He thanked literally everybody else but Doctor Shirley. Mahershala Ali definitely thanked him because he played the he played him. But I was looking like, yo, this is kind of different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, do I think Black Panther should have won? No, I don't think Black Panther right. should have won Best Film nominations and what it was nominated for was definitely deserving but to win best movie i don't think it was that great of a film got you to be award award winning um i was thinking more roma or um bohemian rhapsody probably would have won yeah but it is what it is but i think the oscars was really dope though i thought the oscars was a dope uh it was dope i thought because it it flew it, it flew by well um, I was happy for Lady Gaga to win her Oscar. Yeah, she seemed like she was very, she was freaking out to be honest. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, like I said, I think the biggest one of the big awards is like then the score going to Black Panther. 
and the guy actually going to get authentic, real African musicians. Yeah. And then infuse that with the, the culture. The culture, bruh, that's genius work. And I think he's been working with uh, Ryan Coogler on every film. That's amazing. Because they went to the same school. Right. So dope, man. Relationships, bruh. Relationships. Man, bruh. So, yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, what was your take on the Oscars? You didn't, you didn't see, but what you on the. Uh, did From you what I did see, I wasn't. I'm not really a big Oscars dude. Mm-hmm. It's not like I gotta go see the Oscars, watch the Oscars, but I'm glad I did. Right. I'm glad I did. You know, right. for the people that won, congratulations. For the people that got nominated, congratulations. I'm a Grammy dude. Right. Give me the Grammys. Right. Yeah, I'm a film. I'm a film guy. I you love watching mean? movies uh, and stuff like that. I'm really into that stuff. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. But yeah, the Oscars was pretty was pretty cool, man. But we finna get up out of here. But before we do, man, let's talk about this All Star. I need Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon back in the slam dunk contest. <laughs> what did you think about the? I, to be honest with you, I didn't see the three point shootout. How was that? I didn't get to watch the. I didn't get to watch the Saturday night stuff. I did uh-huh. watch the Sunday game. Okay. From the clips I went, I think like the skills challenge is amazing. The skill challenge challenge is amazing. The three point contest is amazing. Right. We just got to figure out what we're going to do with this dunk contest. It's lost its. I think. Well, I think Zion ain't gonna bring it back. Grandeur. Well, did you see that that uh, Zach and Aaron Gordon tweeted to each other? No, what did they say? Well, Zach tweeted to uh, Aaron Gordon. Um, it was like a picture of the Salem Dunk Contest of him winning it, and he was like one of the greatest performances of all time. I did see that. Yeah, he was like, "Let's let's do it again." What did Aaron say? And Aaron Aaron Gordon was like, "Let's do it." So they're like, "Oh, next year." And then Donovan Mitchell that in the in the middle of that thing, that was like, "Yo, there was like Donovan, you won last year. Like, is that if Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon get in it? You know, you got to get in it." And he was like, he was like, um, "What did he say?" I think he was like, um, "It was some other dunker." He said, "Who did he say?" Donovan Mitchell said, "If somebody else do it, he will do it." When he said Zion, I think it, I think it was either Aaron or Zach. Though. Yeah, imagine like, that. Imagine it. them four. It's gonna be nutty. Because homeboy who won was a beast, though. Did you His see dun- I, who over over Shaq with the elbow? That that was crazy. I will. That, that was dumb. That was video game like. I was like, ooh, okay. That was crazy. He did push off, but right. that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but he cleared them though. True, he did clear. Him. He cleared Shaq he easy. Did clear he did clear him. You right. Easy. That's seven. <laughs> that's seven foot two bird. Yeah. That's. A husky seven two, you know what I'm saying? That seven two like, bird. Like if you if you hit Shaq, you gonna take a hard fall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but homeboy jumped over the plane. Don't ever do that again. I don't ever want to see you risk your career jumping over a plane. Like brother, it's not that serious. The, the air to ski <laughs> yeah. a joint. I was like, nah, brother, don't do that. I, man. You know, but I mean, like this is the thing. I think people that are going to do the slam dunk contest and they know for sure I'm going to do this. I think they need to study like the street cats. I'm going to show you some videos off tape. Right of like dudes that are doing some crazy stuff that like yeah. I follow on like a like on social media mm-hmm. and um, people say they feel like the street cat should be able to come in. I would love to see that because that what be I'm going to show you, you're going to be like, bruh. But I ain't gonna lie. Okay, so we talking about this. I'm gonna be honest. I think okay. So the great this is my opinion. You tell me what you think. The greatest individual slam dunk performance, Vince Carter, hands down. 
the greatest slam dunk competition, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon and Zach Levine. Both Aaron Gordon. Uh, yeah, no, that that final was crazy. And Woo. I think the only one that would come into play is the late 80s, early 90s with the Spud Webb, Michael Jordan, Jordan Dominic, Dominic Wilkins. Wilkins. Yeah. Because those those dunks in their time. Yeah. And then the dunks. And they with, still look good. The dunks with uh, like Dwight Howard's first slam dunk yeah. contest. Yeah. Nate Robinson, yeah. like those competitions, it was like, oh, yeah, y'all for real, for real. But that's like, oh, that Eric Gordon, Zach Levine, the the between oh. the between the leg from the free throw line, Ooh. or where he or what Orin Gordon jumped over the mascot with under the, both his the, legs. With the scoop? Yeah, I was like, this. when he did the scoop joint. Oh man! So you're right. No, the greatest competition was the Eric Gordon Zach Levine. I think what Vince Carter did. He was like, you bet, if you're going to do this contest, yeah. you got to be about it. Individual because, performance was crazy. Because Tracy McGrady was in that contest. Yes. Larry Hughes was also in that competition. Uh, Steve Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if it's Donovan Mitchell, if it's Zion Williamson, if it's uh, Zach Levine and Eric, Eric Gordon, Gordon, that possibly has the potential to be the greatest slam dunk contest Ooh. ever to ever happen. And the thing is, I think. Zion Williamson is Zion. Zion is not the only person that could bring back the slam dunk contest from this up and coming rookie class. Mm. That's like that's because this is one dude who been dunking on everybody too in college. There's probably a couple. Woo. I'm going to show you this dude that goes to UConn, going crazy. Yeah, I don't know how he's doing in game. This is one dude they said like he's in a smaller conference, but they said he been out here going nutty on folks. So I was watching highlights. I was like, "Ooh, okay." Yeah, there's, there's some high flyers. You know, it's crazy. That just shows you like how small the market is, right? How competitive the market is, right? Because yeah, yeah. and uh, if Homeboy could come back with one too last year, I mean this year, I'm all for it, bro. I'm all for it. Uh, what do you think about the game? Love the game. Yeah, me too. I love the game. Yeah, I liked it definitely. The second half was. Nice. I love the game. I yeah. uh, I didn't know that Stephen Curry had those type of hops. He got uh, glide hops, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just glides. Yeah, I, I don't like him seeing Duncan though. He shouldn't do. He probably shouldn't do that much of it. Yeah, don't do that. I think overall, I think again, the All Star game, I think, is always going to be exciting. Right. I loved uh, the musical performances, seeing Meek Mill and J Cole do their. I thing. didn't like Meek Mill. Okay. Me personally didn't like. Meek I'm Meek just Mill. proud of him. I think it's just yeah, his but comeback. He, right. I think uh, his comeback is amazing. Cole did his thing. Cole's yeah. What do you think about Cole's dunk in the slam dunk contest? I was like, bruh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Cole like, boy, if you don't sit your butt down, what Bruh. you do? He almost hit it, though. Yo, if he would have hit it, that would have been the greatest. If he was like, in some, like, real clothes. Like <laughs> right. Some, some... All right, we got to talk about this, man. What's going on with Cole? Man? What's going on with the, with the wardrobe? Dog? I Honestly, bro, I respect it. <laughs> Cole, dude. Cole, what you doing, man? Hey, look, I got a homie who's a stylist. Why don't you hit him up, Cole? I probably my I, boy I, Brian. He gonna hook you up, Cole. Just hit him up. I, I respect it. The tie dye sweaters, though, Bruh, I would do it. <laughs> no, don't do it. No, bro, I can't let you go out like that. I would Jeff. do it. Don't do the tie dyes, bro. I like tie dye. I don't know, Cole. I'm praying for you, Cole. I mean, Everything he do ain't whack. It ain't. But yo, but when you but when you not, content in yourself, you really just don't care. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, Cole. Maybe I ain't there yet. Man. He just so content in himself. <laughs> he be chilling, bro. I'm bro, like, the retro, the retro uh, Hornets jacket though, that was dope. And he had the retro Jordan fives on. I think, bro, you could do what you, but you could do whatever. Yeah, whatever but then the sometimes world. I'll be seeing him performing with like pajamas, like stuff on. I'll See, like, I, that's a, that's the difference. See, that's the kind of stuff I would like. But the, yo, the sweater, I would rock the sweater. The tie dye sweater, I would rock the sweater. Tie dye sweater. Would you lock it up? Would you get the locks? I can't do the locks. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> I, I, I still got nine to five. <laughs> I still got nine to five. So. He got the matted locks. He got the free form locks. Bro, he got the. I'm like, bro, come on, we gotta clean them up. Let's bro, let's get the like, individual I say, locks. Like that boy just. He just woke up like I don't do a no no more hair. It, he it's like common in the, uh, in the the light video with Eric Kabadu yeah. just wake up. Yeah. Put on some incense, bro. <laughs> he like he's like you know what I ain't doing my hair no more. Not today. I'm just going to wash it, and that's it. Bro, However like, it goes, it goes. To get to that place, like, honestly, to just get to that place of, um, what's going on? That's what I was trying to ask myself. <laughs> Man, but just to try to, to get to that place. Because um, Jay-Z, got, he locking his hair up, too. But, yo. It look clean, though. It look clean. But Jay-Z also, like, again, totally two different worlds yeah. of contentment. But see, Jay going to keep his nice looking, clean. I think he also has, he, he, got, he got a wife to answer. Yeah, to. that's two. Cole, Cole do too. He, who's he married? Cole been married. I didn't know that. He out here. See, where am I? Married, daughter. But again, contentment. That's different. real. That's North real. Carolina contentment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. New York contentment. A little different. His performance was dope, though. Man, yo, Cole out here doing it, though. I mean, but that's Cole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he does his thing. So I, w- I was happy about it. The game was pretty dope, though. I like the game. Yeah. All right, so let's. how you think the playoffs is going to look? I think it's going to be interesting to not see LeBron in the playoffs this year. Yeah, he ain't making it, bro. We got, first of all, hey man, let's just take a sidebar, Brian. Okay, look, man, I love you, boy. I've been rocking with you for a long time. I'm gonna continue rocking with you, but uh, if you're gonna keep producing albums and Diddy and we gotta cut that out. But bro. I mean, yo, he came to LA. Yeah, but I'm starting to be. It's, I'm seeing now. It's getting to the point. I'm like, dang, bro, you really came out here just to? Yeah, I just to settle in. I'm like, do you? I understand the injury. Yeah, the I think groin that, injury. Now, be like, okay, people have been making it seem like, oh, dude, it's it's just the, nah, bro. The groin, when you messing with the when you messing with that the pelvic but, area, you don't play with that. That that affects your defense. Yeah, I think too. Like, um, I don't think he's distracted. I think, I I this is what I think. I think when I think LeBron is dealing with what he's probably dealt with the majority of his career, besides when he played with Miami. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's an expectation for him to be Everything. all five positions. Yeah. And I don't know if this team was mentally prepared for no. what comes with LeBron. that package. Right. You know what I mean? So I, and I think personally with LeBron, to be honest, he's never dealt with – he's never had a major injury in his career. Mm. And I think mentally he hasn't fully – Recovered from that injury, yeah, because he's used to going ham, like with yeah. working out, and so I think that being not able to work out as intensely as he once was able to, kind of mess with his conditioning, and I think as him coming back, it seems like to me he wants to do certain things that his body just not able to do mm. yet. So kind of he's struggling. I do admit this defense is looking trash. Uh, I don't really like the body language he's doing towards the young guys as well, because I feel like oh, you could be better with that, because you know these is young dudes. You came here, yeah. you know these dudes. Um, I personally don't think they even built the right type of team around them. There's no shooters on that squad. They just picked up one, but there ain't no shooters on the squad. Yeah, they finally got another big man. Yeah, but they had Zubac. I think was really good for them. I don't know. I now I agree with Shaq said. A lot of people try to be like, oh, he's trying to break up the team. He's trying to trade away the squad. I'm going to be honest. We knew. Going in. Going, going in. They made it perfectly clear. Every Magic said this. Everybody is available except for Brandon Ingram. 
he said that going into the season. You knew when you signed all of these vets to one-year deals, that is called trade bait. I don't want to hear. I understand you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah. But this is the NBA. I think also just I think the whole thing with uh, with how New Orleans put all that stuff out. Yeah, they was dirty for that. And you know what I heard the other day? They said that the stuff that was reported wasn't even the real packages that the Lakers are offering. That is dirty. Dirty, right? That is dirty. So it was ba- it was really on some vendetta type stuff. That's why Dell Dems got fired. That's huh? why he got fired. That's, That's it's dirty. starting to come out now that he was reporting stuff that wasn't even a true package. I was like, yo, this cat is a wild boy. And they said that Rich Paul and Anthony Davis told him before the season started he wasn't interested in re-signing because of how the team looked. And they said that he didn't even their dick the reason he got fired is because Dempsey didn't even tell the owners. He thought that they weren't serious. So after always telling him this is what's going on, they got fed up, and then that's why they decided to take it public. I was like, oh, this dude just was like, hey, you know what? I'm about to get fired anyway. F everybody. I'm messing up. <laughs> I'm messing up the Lakers. I'm messing up this squad. Now what? I was like, when I heard that on the podcast the other day, I was like, oh. But that ruins, like, your whole, like, clout. Everything, bro. So they said that wasn't even a real package, bro. But on top of that, though, I agree with Shaq said. Shaq was like, yo, I know these young dudes, but trade rumors happens to everybody he said i've been traded i was involved in trade rumors you can't let that affect your career you got to get out there and play i know they're young but stop whining and crying about it get out there and play because dude the sad like the saddest the saddest picture was like that game after the trade rumor of the trade deadline and to see lebron at the end and then you got all these players crunched up and there's like three seats in between i was like this that doesn't look good yeah I mean, it is what it is, y'all. And I, I don't I don't hate that the Lakers went for Anthony Davis. You have to, bro. Bro. You have to. And they gonna continue to go for him. You have to do it. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Do you think uh do you think uh Magic Johnson has been blacklisted as like a as a GM? Because he said uh, something. It was crazy. Like so somebody interviewed him and they were like, How do you feel about Kimball Walker? Like they just he was just a basic question he's like man i don't feel comfortable he said this publicly it's like i truly don't feel comfortable with talking about any more players publicly because every time i talk about a player i end up getting fined hmm. i don't know man because I'm, same like the whole pg thing yeah new orleans um, thing i mean overall we'll just say i don't think the lakers are going to make him to the playoffs i don't think it's going to happen I think it's just not going to happen. Um, I think this season, this offseason, would truly be Magic Johnson on the clock. Truly. Like, you have money. You have space. They're going to have more money because all these all those other players they signed for one year is going to be cleared off the books. You can't depend everything on LeBron. They did that to Kobe, and I think that's kind of unfair. These yeah. dudes are at the end of their career. You should be trying to build for when they retire and further, LeBron only got three more years and he already got injured. We don't even know if he's going to make it there. Um, I think he's truly, him and Palenka truly going to be on the clock about their true skills. It's coming clear to me they really didn't have a plan after signing LeBron. Yeah. I think they hung their hats too strong on PG signing. And when that didn't happen, it just it ruined everything. 
So I think they have enough time now to really put something together. Now, this is the thing I'm worried about. I don't know if LeBron is truly locked in to basketball like he once was. What do you think? I think he is. I, I think he's turning more from the superstar to mentor role. Mm. I, I, I genuinely do. Right. My thing is if I th- I think the person, like, number one, LeBron, like Lonzo's going to have to get healthier traded. Yeah. Got it. One or the other. One or the other. Kuz, I think Kuz, I think you could really bank your your hats on Kuzman. I said that. Mm-hmm. I, what Kuz, about Ingram? That's the person I'm like, you ain't locked in. He been balling lately, though. Lately. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Let him get off, knocked off his rocker, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, but those two, if those three can get there, like, just if Zoe, Kuz, and Ingram can become, and I'm only going to use this comparison, if they can get hungry like Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant once mm-hmm. were, Lakers are in good, right. are in a good space. I think Kuzman has to be like, I'm going to, I'm, this is my team. Mm-hmm. He needs to start making, because right. bro, yeah, because he was rookie of the year material. Right. Only reason why he didn't get it, because the team didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And also too, we got to be honest, you know, I know people don't want to admit this, but they are getting wide open shots. Yeah. Like LeBron is definitely giving them opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I think they got to snap out of it and just—if you don't make the playoffs, it's cool. I, I don't understand what people talking about. Would this affect LeBron's legacy? Come on, really, are we really going there, people? Like seriously, this—that's just like the dumbest yeah. thing I heard. Like that dude's been in the playoffs for 14 years. Do you know how crazy that is? And been to eight finals. Like, really, he's gonna mess up his legacy because he didn't take already a bad team as it is. To the playoffs after a major injury? Yeah. I can understand if they was winning when he was gone, but they was, like, losing. So, this has nothing to do with legacy. Legacy going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see, like, how would you respond, though? Like, are y'all going to be like, I'm just going to go for broke? Yeah, I think if the Lakers make it to, like, the 7th, 8th spot, they don't get to the to the first round. They don't get through first round. No. I think that's sad. That's scary. I think it's a good I think, but I think also if they can get to the playoffs, even in the space that they're in, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. That is a sense of hope. I, I, but I mean, like how the Rockets are playing, how uh, the Thunder are playing. Who's number one in the West right now? Denver. Crazy, right? But team, yo, Greg Popovich mindset. Team, team first. No, it's Denver. Nuggets. No, but I'm saying like that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Of like who's like Jamal Murray is a beast. Yeah, people be acting like Jamal Murray. They had a nice a, little. Squad and I think they got Jokic. Yeah, they got the Joker. Yeah, Joker. So uh, and Isaiah Thomas when he gets healthy. Yeah, I, th- I think they're gonna be good. I think if the Lakers can get to the seventh spot, which I don't, man, that's gonna be hard. They have a good shot if everybody is healthy. Right. Towards Houston, that could be a major upset, but everybody got to be locked in. And I, I agree with something Scotty Pippen said. He's they asked him how he felt. He said we have to be honest. He said. Jordan didn't play 16 years. So we can't even compare it to what Jordan would have done. He said, around my 16th year, I felt good coming in, but I was at a different stage of my career because I already won, and I was playing with a team that was much more put together. Yeah. He said, Kobe body broke down at 16th year. He said, so what we're seeing from somebody of LeBron's caliber is kind of like uncharted territories. 
So he said, it's something that we all going to see and figure out together. Yeah. Um, he said, but we have to be real. He said, um, Jordan and Kobe are scorers. They only had to really focus on scoring the ball. And they had other people able to do roles. He said, LeBron has to do way more for the for his teams to win. He's, his responsibilities are more greater. Yeah. He has to literally be a great all-around playmaker and player. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting statement. Yeah. Scotty Pippen. Right. Statement. He's only only do I say that because when they talked about the goat, I know that's they talked about uh, Killer future. Instinct. Yeah, that's future doing. That's future. That's what future did to him. I don't know what's wrong with this man. I'm sorry, man. Forgive future. You maybe this could be better for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't agree with the whole he's not clutch thing. This is the thing that trips me out about um, the whole, first of all, the debate between him and Michael Jordan should even be a debate. Michael Jordan is the GOAT, period. It is what it is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It's not even, nobody's even been close to that type of standard of legacy yet. Kobe's definitely not in the conversation, in my book, as far as GOAT conversation. Skill-wise, probably the best skilled player we've ever seen. Tim Duncan was a skilled player, but skilled skilled and being great and greatness are two different conversations. So I don't know about that. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. But um I think this whole I think people put too much on the whole LeBron thing. I'm a LeBron fan, but geez Louise, I'm not gonna I'm not nitpicking every single thing the man does. Yeah. Uh, to me, it just takes away the joy of watching the game as a yeah. whole when you're doing that. Like, golly. Uh, but I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm interested in seeing what's gonna happen with the Celtics because Kyrie look like he done done. I don't know what's gonna happen with that. Toronto is looking kind of scary. You think? Um, you think if uh, if uh, Toronto takes it all, say say hypothetically, uh-huh. Toronto ends up taking it all. Do you think uh, Kawhi stays? Championship too? Yeah, I think he'll stay. I think if they lose, if you might Clipper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You think he'll become a Clipper? I think he'll become a Clipper before he becomes a Laker. Yeah. I think the Clippers. And I heard through one of my buddies, he told me that uh, that Kawhi just bought a house in uh, San Diego. Really? So. But he's from San Diego. Exactly. Uh, think, think about what we see. But is he Kawhi. trying to become a, 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 a Clipper? Now, like, like we go back to that one statement somebody said. They said, say KD leaves, that means there'll be a max slot open. For the Warriors, people have to remember that, Bruh, That would be scary. But the, but what? Think about, okay. But I don't know. I I don't see Kawhi going to the Warriors for this reason. No, no. I'm not saying. I'm just saying in general, not for Kawhi. I'm just saying in general. Katie's not coming to the Lakers. He's not coming to the Clippers. No, 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 no. I think he's going to New York with with Kyrie. You think Kyrie going to New York? I think Kawhi. If LeBron is back in LA, I think Kawhi goes to LA. Kawhi or Kyrie? I mean Kyrie. What? <laughs> these Dude, are my these are my stats. This is, let I, me, wish, let me, I wish Chris. I know I wish Chris. Chris was here. Where you at, Chris? This is why I no. So I think Kyrie comes goes to the Lakers. Okay. I think Kawhi goes to the Clippers. Mm. I think KD goes to New York after the season. What's going to happen with Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis also becomes a Laker. Well, he has one more year on his contract. Do you think they're going to trade for they him? They're him? going to. Because if Kyrie leaves, then that just messes up the whole Anthony Davis thing. 
for the Celtics. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to trade him, and he still has that one year left on his contract. Whoever's willing to question, who's willing to, who's willing to buy that contract for a year? This is what takes place. This is what I think. This is GM Jeff, ladies and this gentlemen. This is GM Jeff. This is GM Jeff or, or, or Woj. Yes, <laughs> Jeff on Woj. Yeah, Jeff on Woj. AD goes to a team that's not going to make the playoffs for a year just to get his, his that is not supposed to go to the playoffs. Okay. To get his experience, AD goes to like a Brooklyn Nets. Well, no, Brooklyn's kind of looking nice. So yes. AD goes to um, who does AD go to? AD goes to like Miami. Okay, something like that. He gets okay. traded, gets traded from to Miami. KD leaves the Warriors. He goes to New York. That leaves that max spot uh, spot open, but you still got the big three in Warriors. You got KD, you got Klay Thompson, you got uh, Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving goes to L.A. because he apologizes in public that I call LeBron myself and I didn't realize how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Now, he can now become the next best point guard behind the likes of Nick Van Exel, Magic Johnson to ever play in a Laker uniform. Mm-hmm. LeBron stays for two for three more years so that he could play with his son because his son will go through or four more years or five more years so that he can play with his son mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. until he figures out another place that he can go if his son gets traded there. Right. Who, who, who we're leaving out. So, yeah, that would be the movement. Kawhi, if Kawhi wins, stays in Toronto. If he loses, he becomes a Clipper. And then somebody else, another uh, second or third option, ends up joining the Clippers because the Clippers have already traded Tobias Harris and right. the other center so that they can make cap room. Right. The Jimmy Butler stays with the Sixers. All four of them stay together. Mm-hmm. J.J. Redick plays for about two more years. And then they're going to build a squad there that will be in contention to win a championship. Okay. Let's see if that happens. I don't know if that's going to happen, but let's just see. If hey, that that's happens. the that's the Jeff on Woj report, ladies Jeff and gentlemen. Jeff on Woj. That's just me. Uh, I don't have any predictions <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I got to see the playoffs first. I got to get to the playoffs first to see how things is shaking. But uh, I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I don't think the Lakers are going to make it, but I could be wrong. And I'm a LeBron fan. Y'all know that. This is your boy, Ray. You know what I'm saying? I'm a LeBron connoisseur. You dig? You know what I'm saying? But – I don't like the way Brown been moving lately, man. I'm like, bro, you can't be talk show host, executive producer, p- slash P. Diddy. Bro. You just, know what I'm saying? But he's doing what Shaq did. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. He's doing what Kobe did. Everybody forgot that Kobe got an a album out. I don't know if we count. I don't. I know he don't get street cred, but. Nah, I wish we had a camera right now just so y'all could see my face. Because, you can Kobe album, that thing didn't even come out. It got shelved. They say, hey, man, look, hey, focus on basketball, brother. This ain't it for you right here. You, you a tyrant can't do this no more. Get out of here. Bro, I remember seeing that per- <laughs> that performance. I, I ain't going to lie. I was amped. I was like, I could rap, too. I was like, come on, Kobe. If Kobe out. can do it, I can do it, too. Man, hey, nah, man. No, LeBron got to stay focused, bro. I don't like. I don't want to see you in the studio with 2 chains no more. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do, I don't want to see that no more. Get in, the, get in the cold bath, work on the groin. And get it together. This is my only bro, thing. Bro, you put that in the 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 uh, <laughs> in the the group thing, bro. I was yelling. I was like, bro, I don't want to see that no more, bro. Look, he doing. I think he got to get focused. I think maybe this injury and them not being in the playoffs will kind of reignite a fire in yeah. him. Because sometimes great players need that challenge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think maybe while he's filming Space Jam too. How do you feel about that? I'm concerned about this about the uh, soundtrack. Who's who's the? Uh, the I don't exec? know, but if it cannot be LeBron James, 
We got to cut that out. Bro, because Space Jam 1 soundtrack? I know. Oh. I was thinking about the soundtrack, and I was like, oh, this Did might R. be. Did R. Kelly have executive production on that? Yeah, maybe we need to do it over. Sorry. There are still some hits on there, bro. Sorry, bro. And we don't get on R. Kelly that later, but just it's too much going on. That's too heavy. Mike and R. Kelly, we're going to get to y'all later. Jesse, we're going to get to you later, too, brothers. Um, I just know is that Black History Month has been extended, ladies and gentlemen, for the second year in a row. It's been extended until further notice. Um, it is what it is, man. Dang. Tomorrow, they, they, they play in the Michael Jackson doc. You already know what's going on with R. Kelly, but we ain't even going to get into that. You know, this is about, you know, elevating the culture right now. You know what I'm saying? Black Panther just did a thing in the Oscars. The first superhero movie that's ever been won Oscars. You did, you know what I'm saying? We, we getting closer there, ladies and gentlemen. But look, man, you want to thank y'all for rocking with us on this episode of the AZs and Rue Bruce podcast. Anything you want to leave the people, man? Man, just, just so... So appreciative of you guys' support. That that's that's about it. Yeah, man. Hey, hit us up on the Twitter and the IG. A Z S R W O T B R E W S P O D A Z Rupert's Pod. That's Twitter and the IG. Hit up Jeff at jdavis.co. Hit up me at raynell-jamal.com. You know what I'm saying? Get all these episodes and whatnot. And you know how I'm gonna leave you because I leave y'all like this each and every episode. God never told us to figure them out. He just told us to trust them. Boom.